Hello, everyone, and welcome to Family Engagement Fridays with Early Learning Ventures. Today, our guest speaker is Liz Krieger, who is a licensed clinical social worker and an early childhood mental health consultant for Mind Springs Health in Grand Junction, Colorado. Welcome, Liz. Thank you, Colleen, for having me today. So in our conversations, we were talking a little bit about important topics for parents regarding children. And one topic that came up was specific to how to how it's so important to build a relationship with your child's early childhood caregiver or educator. And so I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about that and, and, and if you could just get us started with this conversation. Okay. Well, first, I want to take one step back and talk about um, why relationships are important. And they're important because young children and infants just can't exist on their, on their own. They have to exist in a relationship. We know that infants and young children learn and grow and change in relationships. And I want to share um, a story with you. And this story comes from um, the curriculum called Circle of Security. And all of this, this story can be found on circleofsecurityinternational.com. And it starts with the, the early child care educator. Her name is Julie, and she's sitting on the couch with her colleague, Marie. And they're, they're playing with two babies, and the door opens. And baby Lily has arrived on the hip of her father, David. And as they step into the room, Lily begins to look around her, and she sees Marie. And Marie says, good morning. And David says, hello. Julie sees Lily's face light up at the sight of her educator and watches as Lily wriggles with excitement in her father's arm. Knowing how hard separation has been for the last month for Lily and David alike, Julie was curious to see how this moment would be like for Lily, David, and Marie. Yes, David said, laughing. It's Marie. He put he puts Lily down and sets about placing her belongings in a locker. With a broad smile, Marie held her arms open for Lily, who begins to crawl towards her. David stands still, pausing what she, he was was doing to watch his baby go. Halfway between his father and the educator, Lily stops crawling. She turns around and looks at her dad, who met her gaze with a smile and a nod, his face sending her a message of encouragement. Lily turns back around to Marie and with renewed confidence crawls fast to her, where she is welcomed with a big hug. Welcome back, Lily, says Marie. Marie and David talk amicably for a few minutes about Lily's sleep, her bottles and blanket, and about a new tooth that's been coming through. Marie shared that she and Julie had had plans for the day. Until this time, until it's time for David to leave, then David gives his daughter a kiss and says to Marie and Julie, thank you for looking after my little Lily today. As the door, Marie um, led Lily in a goodbye wave and David leaves for work. As the door closes behind David, Lily's face falls and she begins to cry. Marie stayed with her, comforting her and saying, I've got you, Lily, and I will keep you safe. And this soothes Lily. In this moment of transition between the parent and the educator, baby Lily saw the adults working together to safely transition her from the care of her parent to the care of the educator. After a few minutes of comfort from her educator, Lily has wriggled again. This 
this time ready to head off onto a grand adventure and begins her day in the early center care. I, I wanted to share this example because so many times we leave our children and they're upset and sometimes we have to remember that we have to give them permission to be there without us. And we know that they can't just wait for us. They have to be in the care with someone else. They have to be in a relationship with someone else. And this is a good example of how this father tells this baby that it's okay for her to be with her caregivers. Liz, that is really a powerful story. And I would only imagine that any of us as parents that have left our children in care of, of somebody else have experienced this. And so I'm hoping through our conversation today that you're going to be able to give us some tips on how to make this transition or how to build this relationship with our child's providers. So my first question that comes to mind are, what are some good ways to keep in touch with your child care provider or educator? Well, Spending some time before you leave your child talking to the caregiver, just modeling that um, with your child. There's also, I know a lot of centers use apps. One of them that I know of is Brightwheel. Um, I'm not sure what other ones are, but those um, allow the teacher and the parent to text back and forth through the app. And also the provider can post pictures throughout the day as well. Great. So let's say transitions aren't going as well as what we might like, or we have Mm -hmm. questions or concerns. At what point do we need to schedule a one-on-one meeting with our, our child's provider? I think that when it's too overwhelming for the parent and if it's overwhelming for the caregiver as well to, for the caregiver to initiate, but if it, but for the parent if it's overwhelming for you to leave your child there, you know, let's let's schedule a time to discuss what would make it easier for you and to let so that the caregiver can let you know what's happening when you leave. So we can talk about that to help you to feel better about that situation. Great. I will tell you that when I, you know, typically when we drop children off. It's busy. Other parents are dropping their children off. There's lots of activity. So, but I still want to have some sort of a a touch in touch base Mm -hmm. with this teacher. What information should I be sharing with my child's provider uh, regarding my child on a daily basis when I'm dropping him or her off? I think it's important to know those things that will affect your child's day. Where have they been up since three o'clock in the morning? Are they going to be tired and whiny all day because of that? Um, maybe some health things that have been going on, like in the story, teething. Because teething for infants and young children is huge. It can really affect their behavior. We know this. Um, other medical things, um, like has your child been constipated? Um, things, I think re- it's really important to note those things that are going to affect their day. Okay, good suggestions. I will say sometimes there's something happening at home could be 
family dynamics could be mm-hmm. this. There's just a variety of things. I'm just wondering how much personal information should I be sharing about my family? Um, I think you should start with what you're comfortable with. And if you're not comfortable sharing about those, you know, those personal things, then don't. Um, sometimes it's helpful to know what's going on at home. Like you said, the family dynamics, um, someone's sick or visitors, that might be something important to share as well. I think that it's really your level of comfort. And I, I'm hoping that once you become more comfortable with your caregivers, then you can share more information, but start out with what you, what, with what you're comfortable with. Good thoughts. So then I wonder, um, should I, you, you mentioned that there are apps available, but should I try to get this correspondence and writing so that I can share it with other family members? Maybe, you know, a mom's or a dad's primary pick up and drop off, but, you know, they may be spending time with grandparents and that sort of thing. So I wondered, would it be helpful to get this information in writing from the teacher? Yes. And it's also, you know, what is the easiest and most convenient for the teacher and the parents? And so having those apps in place, and I'm not sure, like I said, I'm not sure if all of the, they, all of them use some kind of app for check-in and check-out. Um, but email might be easy, just as easy as well, if that's what your family needs to have that. And it sounds like from the situation you're describing, you know, if, if grandparents pick them up some days, that that might be very helpful to know how their day went or to communicate how their day at home went. Okay, that makes sense. And then let's say my child is having um, issues in the classroom, some behavior issues, some just not moving past, you know, being so upset when I leave, that sort of thing. At what point would you say I should we bring in additional supports? Um, You know, of course, having the conversation with the teacher or the director or the, you know, whatever the situation is. At what point do I bring in additional supports to help myself and and our family and our child adjust and and maybe um, alter some behaviors? I think that definitely be aware of when you're becoming a little overwhelmed and before you become completely overwhelmed with that situation. Um, I mean, this is hard and this, I'm sure that every family has, has faced this and there's, there's gotta be always something more that we can do. A lot of centers have a family wall and that's one thing to work off of. I think, um, the communication, having that open communication so that you can let the parents or let your caregivers know that you're overwhelmed before it gets too out of hand. Gotcha. You mentioned the family wall. Can you talk a little bit more about that, please? So I've seen it and it's part of um, some programs that we've done where you have a, it's like a tree. Some or some centers have a tree and it's your, it's your family tree. And so there's the caregivers, the centers encourage families to bring in pictures of their family. And this helps the child to know that their family exists outside of the center. And so you can take them to their wall. There's your mom. She's going to come pick you up and I'm going to keep you safe while you're here. Well, I really like that idea. So 
do you have any closing thoughts about, you know, what parents can be looking for or doing or this has just been a lot of great information. So I didn't know if you had any closing thoughts about this. Um, we just have to remember that our children thrive in relationships and it's important for us to, to communicate that with them and model that behavior with them that here's someone that you can trust while I'm gone and they're going to, you're going to be safe with them while I'm gone. I like that. That's good reassurance. Well, Liz, thank you so much for sharing your expertise. And what was that website again where you you got that story from? Yes. Um, So the website is circleofsecurityinternational.com. And I am a licensed provider for Circle Security Parenting Program and Circle of Security Classroom um, Program as well. Now, are these... uh, classes and information that anyone can access or do you have yes. to? Yes, they can. And if they want to contact you or they can contact me or they can go through the website um, to learn more information about this program. Well, thanks again for taking the time to meet with us. This is great information. And, you know, I always talked about when my children were younger and I think sometimes we have to adjust to that. It's kind of a double-edged sword. You want your children to love their providers. You want your children to be excited and that we have to understand that sometimes they love that person so much that when we go to pick them up, they're not always thrilled to go home. And that doesn't mean they love us any less. It means that they're happy and where they're at. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's sometimes funny and, and we laugh about it, but yeah, we want our children to, to feel secure. And like you said, safe yeah. with rats. So and yes. And it's actually a good sign of attachment that your child is sad when you leave, but then they rejoice when you come to pick them up. Wonderful. So, and it's a awesome. bonus that they like their, their caregiver as they, as they should. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, again, thank you, Liz, for taking the time to meet with us and Mm -hmm. um, you have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Colleen. Have a good day.